Hold on, girl. Let me take this. Hold on, hold on. Hello? You ain't gotta like me, but you gonna like what I have to say. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode two. It's your girl, Margaret, as always. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, pressing play, subscribing, following, fast forwarding, rewinding back because we know you always missing some shit. Either way, I definitely appreciate the love and support. Thank you guys so much for tapping into the fucking premiere episode. Like, let me tell you real quick, okay, before we get into today. Like, I was so apprehensive on really making an announcement for season four, doing this series and everything, because my life is busy. But like I said, being able to have put certain situations, like I talked about in the clear year, on the back burner and being able to focus on this um it's just so much gratitude because there's so much joy when you know what I mean I plug up this mic and I jump on here and I just share my story and so I love the feedback I've been getting from the voice notes I love the questions I love the sentiments and I'm still working through some of the voice notes so bear with me but I am so grateful for everybody that definitely tapped in like Baby, them numbers don't lie, baby. The people don't lie. And I'm just grateful. And this season, I'm moving a little low-key. Like, I used to go really hard with promotion and doing all the madness behind it. And I'm just like, nah, like, you know, I launched the episode. We keep it moving. We let it do its thing. It marinates. And, you know, those that are subscribed, those that know the vibe, they already know what to do. And so that's kind of where we at with it. So I'm just so happy that, like, Wow, so many people tapped in and it just validates the fact that people just fuck with the podcast. And I just love y'all for that. That's all I have to say. So let's get into today, bitch. As you can see from today's title of the episode, right? He said he was a property manager, but he was really homeless, bitch. (laughs) Before we get into today's episode, per the usual, these are my thoughts and sentiments and my truths and everything. And bitch, if you don't fuck with it or me, get the fuck out, okay? Listen, let's do a quick recap, okay? Last episode, okay, I talked about homeboy capping on the app about what he does for a living. Now, he had a part two job, okay? This is just like anybody with a part two job, meaning you got your main source of income, you got your side hustle, okay? You got the dream that's, you know, behind the scenes, da-da-da-da-da. So, homeboys, nine to five or 10 to 10, bitch, really, was a quote-unquote property manager. So, let's get into some story time and, you know, deliver this read, okay, bitch? So, basically... Homeboy on his profile had two jobs on there. He said he was the private chef and he was a property manager. So the property manager job is what brought him out this way. So basically he was like, hey, so I work for my family. It's a family business. I'm the property manager. You know, my cousin owns a property and, you know, we're fixing it up, but we got some tenants that we got to, you know, give to the right because they're turning it into some like vacation Airbnb shit. So basically when it came to his job, he said he works and lives on site and that on the weekends, he's more home locally. So basically... When we got to FaceTiming and getting to know each other, I want to say by week one, bitch, I recognized that there wasn't no real managing of a property going on. It was giving construction worker, okay? 
And it's because when I would talk to him, he first was like, oh, I make my own schedule. Like, oh, okay. You know, I'm supposed to just work at a minimum like five hours and I still get paid. So so we used to Kiki on the phone in the morning and then he'll finally get the work. And then as time was going on, you know, he would bring up some of the tenants that were still there. However, more of his work was like, oh, I, I just knocked out a wall or, oh, I'm, you know, working on, I don't know, chopping wood, whatever, bitch, whatever you do for construction, <laughs> okay? And eventually as time went on, he revealed, he was like, all right, look, they say I'm a property manager, but I'm really renovating. I was like, uh. And apparently, like, according to him, which I don't know, this is weird. And, you know, I'm not here to judge people's businesses and LLCs or whatever, but he presented, like, his family has a family business and that they love to just bring people in and they give them these titles. Yet, while they're giving them these titles, they're not actually in these titles until the property is done and it's, you know what I mean, up and running. So in between time or the meantime, they're really just construction workers, okay? Now, there comes then the aspect behind construction working, okay, and licensing and bonding because none of these niggas that they're employing, bitch, were licensed to do that. And then the other thing was he told me was that his job was off the books. So, bitch, that was a red flag. I was like, oh, so they're paid salary, but they're not like 1099 employees. They're just paid via cash. And I don't want to go too much into the details because, bitch, like, I should have known with the food stamps that, you know, it was giving scammer energy. But girls, the rest of it was definitely giving scammer. But I'm not about to do that because I don't want to speak to people that I wasn't dealing with. You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, right, when it came time to connecting and linking, you know, I could never go over there and stay there because where he was staying on site was technically an apartment that was awaiting renovations. And because of that, he felt like it wasn't livable because everybody else that was quote unquote employed lived there too. So I recognized probably a couple weeks in when I was like, oh, so where do you sleep? Oh, I'm sleeping in the living room, which has no furniture and he's on an air mattress. And I'm like, huh. So that was a little bit like, mm, I'm confused, you know, but I didn't say anything. So again, cause his whole thing was just like, because of the distance of where he really lives, quote unquote, it just makes more sense to stay on the site during working days and hours versus having to get up every morning and commute the two plus hours a day. Well, four hours round trip. I was like, oh, okay. So fine. Then when it came down to his living situation locally, he's like, oh, I stay with my cousin. And he's sleeping like on a futon couch or whatever. And so that's when the conversation began of, okay, wait a minute. So what is your living situation? You know what I mean? Because my assumption, when I heard property manager at first and that he lived on site, I was like, oh, wow, he's like in an apartment building. You know, like I've I've seen people who are property managers of our site. You know, you got furniture, you know, no. So when conversation started to be had regarding 
living situations, it was, well, I'm trying to get on my feet. I'm trying to save an apartment, but it's difficult because I work out here. And then on the weekends, I go back to my cousin's house, et cetera, et cetera. And I understood that concept, et cetera, but it was like, so baby, you're homeless and you don't have a place to stay. So what you gonna do about it? My issue with the connection with that was that this nigga had audacity where he just had excuses like, oh, it doesn't make sense to get an apartment right now because I'm all here. Or it doesn't make sense to do this, you know, because of that. And I was just like, this bitch don't never wanna have a home. Because as a man, a grown ass man, right? You cannot sit here and tell me for 2.5 seconds that let's say for the span of seven months, you've been content with sleeping on an air mattress and not having a place of your own. And you have no drive and motivation, but nothing but a bag of excuses to justify why you haven't got your own apartment. Bitch, you homeless. You're homeless and unmotivated. And that's disappointing because, you know, when somebody says they're a property manager, right, and they live on site, I should be able to see where you live. I should be able to have a home-cooked meal from where you stay. That's not the case, okay? The bitch didn't have no cable. The bitch had to use their motherfucking Verizon hotspot to watch motherfucking Netflix, okay? Like, it was given, like, you know, like, in New York, when they be having those abandoned buildings and niggas be finding the abandoned apartments and then they be squatting in those apartments and they be having a makeshift? That was that. That's what it gave. And it was disappointing, bitch. And this is just another reinforcement of the issue I have with men that just lie and cap. Because, no lie, you know, I was a little triggered by that. Because a couple years back, I went through a similar situation, which we don't want to bring up, you know, harsh things. But we'll kind of just say. But, you know, I was in love, la, la, love. And, you know... It wasn't until I was knee deep in a relationship when I then learned that, you know, the man I was with didn't have a place to stay either. Like he was couch, not surfing, but just couch staying. And it was disappointing. But again, going back to like what my issues within myself are is that I just always fall for these build a bear ass niggas. And I end up getting all compassionate and understanding. And it's just like you as a whole grown person with kids at that. How can you even stand here and be cool with being homeless, bitch? And then. I don't want to hear shit from anybody in my voice notes to say he wasn't homeless. Bitch, yes, the fuck he was. You don't have a fucking address or at least in your fucking name. Bitch, you homeless. I don't give a fuck. You don't have a room. Bitch, you homeless. I don't care. Say what you want. Get offended all you want. I don't give a damn. And it's because don't get on the internet and say you're a property manager and you live on site. I know what those jobs look like. Okay, bitch, you're lying because you're homeless. So in turn, you know, the connection became more of a like rendezvous, bitch. A sneaky link, I must say, or at least it felt like it. Because majority of the times of connecting was, you know, either via hotel, via hanging out, you know, wherever we were supposed to go on a date and that be it. You know, because I wasn't bringing no homeless nigga to my shit. No, hell no, you know what I mean? And I'm gonna just say this much, you know, I can't attest to other women or people out there, but some people don't have respect for their space. 
some people don't value you know the art of building a connection right with people some of y'all just invite whoever any energy any person into your space and that's fucking bozo shit and it's because some of y'all just so thirsty like respectfully like some of y'all just so thirsty to play house and allow somebody into your shit and you know feel like you got company feel like you got somebody late like nah we don't do that over here you know and my thing is just because as a parent you don't want to introduce that energy you know to your your sanctuary you know your home is your sanctuary you know i don't know about nobody else but my home is peace you know we are prayed up we are saged up we are high vibes you know what i mean and i'm very big on you know my home life i love being home you know some of y'all don't like being home because you can't stand being home and that's your business bitch that's not the case for me and so I refuse to allow any energy or entity to enter my space because, bitch, once you invite a vampire into your house, hello, do they exit? Exactly. So you should be really mindful who you invite into your life. And this, you know, whole series that I'm doing, right, of red flags is to teach people, right, that it is so easy and accessible to folks for them to just create and falsify their resume online to pretend to be whatever energy, whatever fucking bullshit ass title that they give to self, right? To make themselves look so marketable that you really don't know who the fuck you allowing into your life and goddamn if you let them into your home, bitch, no. And so that's why once I got the truth, right, I was like, okay, we're going to slow down the pace because I do want to give this man an opportunity, right? And what I mean by that is because I want to address something at the voice note. You know, somebody had put in the voice note. They were like, oh my God, you saw the red flag and you still stayed with him and look at you making the episode. Da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, first of all, bitch, I could have sworn I said in my disclaimer that this episode and the purpose behind it was to showcase how, yes, bitch, I do paint red flags, orange, yellow, blue. Okay, two, again, as I mentioned, I have a tendency where once somebody or the truth comes out about a person and I'm already involved, feelings involved because I'm human, right? I have this energy of like, okay, fine. I can be compassionate. I can be understanding. You know, I don't have all those deal breakers like other people do. And, you know, maybe that's something I got to work on. Who knows? But we'll tap into that too in a moment. With that being said, right? The sole purpose of this whole entire series is to showcase, like I said, is that, yo, look, at the end of the day, you know, you live and you learn. And I'm learning from my own mistakes, you know. However, I am the kind of person, right, and this is just who I am and built in my nature. Like, if my feelings are involved, right, and I can see the light in someone, I can see the good in them, right, outside of the flaws, outside of whatever, the mishaps, right, I am patient enough, right, to work with a person that's willing to take the tools and work on themselves. So, it wasn't out the gate a deal breaker for me. Instead, it was like, you know what, I'm not going to give this person full access. I'm not going to invest all the way in. Instead... I'm going to enjoy the connection for what it is right now, continue to build on it, and allow this man the opportunity to show me that he's willing to stand on the shit that he said he's working on. That's the kind of woman I am. And some of you bitches are different, and we get it. And I want to address this, and I know I'm going a little off track, but who gives a fuck in a way? But it all makes sense, and it all matters, is that y'all in this generation, right, are so fixated 
on how you can profit and what a person brings to a table money-wise, right? That you forget the art of compassion. See, I have always said in my podcast and I've always stood on it that my bigger bag is not a dollar amount, okay? And I said it the last episode. I personally don't care for what tax bracket another man is in. And I can tell you right now, because I'm a humble, quiet person, I have dealt with all calibers of men, okay? And I'm talking about niggas that, you little bitches that deal with the niggas that buy the Gossamigos at the the sections in the club, okay? There's niggas that you could never, never deal with that I've dealt with, okay? And I'm talking about philosophical, intelligent business men. Okay? Not the niggas that's running in the clubs trying to stunt on the gram like they got money and they going to their two by four apartment. Okay? So, with that being said, I'm a different caliber of woman because at the end of the day, my idea of a bag equates to that emotional intelligence, that happiness, you know what I mean? That drive, you know what I mean? I love people that are always willing to grow. I love people that are willing to overcome obstacles, overcome adversities, right? And make a way, create that path and build. That's what I love. And so I love to also, unlike this generation of people, give people an opportunity. Because a lot of y'all just check niggas off and write the check and cash and keep it pushing, right? I'm not like that because I know for a fact what it feels like to be counted out. I know what it feels like to just be X'd out, to be ignored, or because I don't have, even growing up, broke, okay, as a kid. Oh, you don't have a certain kind of sneaker, a certain group of people ain't fucking with you. Nobody got time for that. I don't do that. Instead, I'm like, you know what, fine. I look at everybody as a human. So when I connect with you, Yes, on the surface, you're going to go ahead with your fucking resume and tell me what you do. And that might pique my interest, right? Because I have goals too. I'm a human being. You know, do our goals align? Oh, word, you got this, you're self-efficient. Because when I hear somebody say that they're a private chef, right? That's equivalent to telling me, all right, you got hustle, right? Because to own a business, that's fucking hustle. To be up from the sun up to the sun down, that's hustle. That's what my mindset goes to. So boom, I'm like, yep, that's in alignment to my goals. It's not because the nigga's a private chef. It's because he has alignment to my goals. Oh, word, he's working another job. He's a property manager. All right, that's dope. That nigga still knows how to go ahead and get his bread and still work on his dream. Oh, that's dope. That nigga knows how to lead some shit. That's dope. And more importantly, I might even look at it like, wow, he's a property manager plus a private chef. He got to be trying to intertwine the two. Because that's another thing, too. Some of y'all niggas don't even know how to hustle right. Some of y'all niggas don't even know how to sit there and take your nine to five, right? And make sure that shit can coincide with your fucking dream. Okay? So that's another story for another day. I'm giving you motherfuckers gems all day, okay? (laughs) My point is, is that I will give people an opportunity right to stand on the things that they're working on because we all deserve a chance okay and so this episode yes is to highlight uh, my foolery and what's so dope about me unlike the rest of the bitches in the motherfucking voice notes that are pressed and judge judy's is that i can own my shit see i'm not traumatized and i'm not acting like i don't take l's bitch it wasn't an l you know why because here's the thing It's not an L for me because I knew what I was getting myself into, right? It's a matter of giving people an opportunity, right? 
am I human? Are there feelings attached? Do I feel hurt sometimes? Do I feel away? Of course, because I'm a human being. But I didn't suffer an L because when I saw the situation for what it was, right? And even if I decided to say, hmm, maybe that's not a big old flag. Maybe that's a baby flag or maybe that's a, a greenish flag, whatever, right? I still was standing on the basis of compassion. I was still standing on the basis of treating the person I'm dealing with of being a human. I have my other boundaries, yes. When malice comes in, betrayal, deceit, to the umpteenth bitch, which we'll get into a couple of episodes later. Yeah, and you'll see how it transformed. Anyway, let me move on. So overall, back to going back to the topic. The point that I'm trying to just make is, is that you know, because this man lied about his living situation, it caused a lot of restrictions because I can't be all the way in. You know, I can only basically be like a sitting duck waiting to see if he's really going to stand on the things he had said he was going to work on. And it just goes back to just like episode one It's so important for transparency, right? Because when we're not transparent, right? You know, it does two things. I'll be honest with you. It does put a connection in limbo, right? Because let's be real too. When you start to hear things like, oh, such and such is homeless or such and such really don't work or have the business they say they do, right? You know, come on. We do have our goals, yes. But then there's also that morality check, right? Because you don't want to come across as a person that is material and judgmental or lacking compassion because somebody doesn't really have you know what they said they have and then it's like okay yes it could be as simple as black and white with the situation right but when you factor in the part of humanity right you have to listen to the whole story you know this person told me their whole story you know and I factored that in it's not like this person just jumped ship and became homeless no bitch that wasn't the case so it wasn't a full deal breaker for me but I would have appreciated like if it would have been like yo this is really what it is like you gave me some of the story but you didn't give all of it like I had to find out through conversation getting to know you knowing your day-to-day to know that oh shit wow you're really not a fucking property manager oh shit you really don't have a place to stay and oh shit you really nigga don't want to get your shit together okay that was problematic <laughs> and it's crazy how you have to go through all the discovery okay bitch the fact finding to get to the facts when it's so simple to just say you're this is my situation and then i'm gonna add a little sidebar he didn't even have a car you know so it's like i was really dealing with a person that was just building from the ground up it was too much too much okay anyway so let's get into the advice so we can wrap this up so overall you know I think it's so important for us to have transparency when it comes to our living situations. And the reason behind why we have to be transparent about our living situation is because ultimately, right, if you are building a connection with someone, eventually you do want to figure out, can we share space? And it's impossible to do that, right, when there's all these contingencies and barriers in place, right, that keep the other party from being able to share space with you, okay? And what I mean by that is, is that, you know, some people, you know, have this tendency of 
saying, well, all right, fuck it. Your crib ain't free, so come to mine. But then it creates a codependency, right? Where essentially you'll be in a connection with someone where you constantly feel like they're always in your space and you're the person that has to give up the space. And then when it's time to, you know what I mean? Spend time in their space, it's just impossible. It just becomes one-sided. And so you wanna make sure that you are always in alignment with somebody else in living quarters, okay? What I mean by that is, is that you wanna make sure that your person is equivalent in the level of freedom and independency when it comes to their living situation, okay? It doesn't matter if they have roommates. It means that do they have a designated space and full freedom and control to invite, to do as they see fit with said person, okay, that they're with. That's the question of the night that you should be asking. And if they don't, understand it's your personal responsibility, right, to put down the boundary. Because some of y'all really just be so motherfucking digmatized and y'all just let these niggas come into your space, dick you up, and do nothing for you. No, bitch. No. Do not allow these men or even women, I guess. But don't allow them to move into your space or share your space or enter your space if they don't have their own space. No, no, no. And even if they do, you know, some of y'all need to work on your boundaries on how soon and how frequent. Because like I said, energy is real. Your home is your sanctuary. And you have to protect it by any means necessary. And you have to be careful because if you invite a vampire in, baby, unless you got the cross and the stake and the holy water and some sunlight, I don't know how you're going to get rid of the bitch. So protect your energy, protect your home, okay? And any man that is pushy to do it or make you conform to coming through, bitch, cut that nigga loose. Like, it's that energy. Because nobody wants a man that's been touched. In 2023, we want men that are untouchable. We want men that are standing on their own two feet, they're super self-sufficient, independent, and they don't play that shit about themselves. They don't play that shit about their energy because any man that lets anybody touch them, be in their space, understand he's transferring that energy to you. And that is not a man that's good for your spiritual, mental, physical well-being. Okay, don't. So protect your home, protect your energy, and don't let these people play with you. And if somebody doesn't have their life together and they don't want to work on it actively and they don't want to stand on it actively, then let them go. It's just that simple. The dude I was talking to was not willing to do that. Poor spending habits, always wanting to be outside in the club or do this or have an excuse for that. All this extra shit and all these obstacles for him not to have an apartment. It gave to the point where it was like, bitch, you just want to live off of somebody. Like, that's what it gave. And I'm just so grateful, bitch, that it wasn't that long of a connection. That bitch, I wasn't in there, you know what I mean? Wasting too much time. Okay. (laughs) So as a sneak peek, next episode, right? I'm going to dive into the emotional aspect of the connection. So we're going to get a little deep, okay? Um, I think, you know, yes, these were red flags, but I've talked about, you know, emotional intelligence being a thing. And I think emotions and communication is very, very key. And that's probably a big ass red flag where you can probably tell whether or not your connection is going to sink or swim, bitch, okay? So I thank you guys so much for tapping into today's episode, okay? We'll see you in about two weeks. Okay, feel free to leave a voice note. As I said, I will be getting back to some more voice note messages. And again, leave your feedback about, you know, today's episode, any questions you have, all that good shit. But remember, I am not customer service. Anyway. <laughs> well, again, I thank you guys so much for tapping in and, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.